starting off the working week here on the muster, catching up with Bruce Seed and the Sergeant Dan Farmer Rounder. Thanks to Sergeant, Fien, Sergeant Dan Stockfeed and Gore. G'day, Bruce. How's things? Not too bad, Andy. How are you? Yeah, going pretty good. Um, how are you looking out there? Got a bit wet over the weekend? Shit, did it what? It changed in a big hurry, didn't it? Um, it's, uh, it only had 40 mils, though, since it started raining on, was it Friday, I think? Um, but by hell, the temperature halved and halved itself again, I think, in the space of less than 12 hours. So, um, no, winter is well and truly here now. There's, I was... Uh, down at the vets this morning and they said there's a lot of people uh, screaming for their dry cow because they've decided that's it, that's all she wrote it's time to dry them off so yeah, it's coming in a big hurry we knew it would Well there was plenty of warning regarding it anyway uh, last Wednesday was the last of the pearly weather I suppose, like 16, 17 degrees um, seems like a long time ago though, uh, we look over the weekend you guys got snow flurries didn't you? Yeah, well, that's the thing. They said snow to 500, or we're 200 here, so you don't generally, you know, you're going to get wet and it's going to get cold. But, yeah, there was snow flurries that lay on the grass there probably for 20 minutes. Maybe one of those bigger sort of blizzards. And, uh, yeah, just the whole day, it's just on and off. And uh, the cold is a cold thing. But, anyway, the cows are all in the house, so um, we had planned on leaving them out for probably another four or five days but uh, no, that was the end of it so our cows are inside now till August and uh, they're very happy about that decision uh, You're calving, you've got your split calving how's that going at the moment? Yeah, there's just four stragglers there left to go um, but they'll be by the end of the month, which I suppose is rapidly uh, upon us so no, it's pretty much done and dusted so uh, yeah, now we move on to the next phase of drying off the spring cows and uh, and stoking on the winter cows. The split calving, do you find it works well? Yeah, no, I do. It, it works good. Um, this year during that dry period, it was we don't calve till about the middle of March, so um, we had 120-odd cows less in the herd or 120 cows dry, so not eating as much or needing as much to feed, it worked good. And then uh, with the barn um, system that we run here, they're all inside, so... It's no big deal either way. You've got to start the tractor to feed the dry cow, so we might as well be milking some as well. Just for those listeners that aren't too sure of the setup you've got there, Bruce, just describe the indoor barn. Uh, we've got the three-stool barn here. It's under, just on 150 metres long. Houses 550 cows. Uh, automatic scrapers. The cows have got the back scratches. We've got a feed pusher called Dave who runs on a... On a timer, he pushes the feed up to the cows um, generally every two hours for the whole 24-hour period. And we carve them indoors in the two big um, open straw-bedded pens that the cows carve inside in the spring. So uh, it's all in one. Any reason why you gave it the name Dave? Um, it's a De Lavelle OptiDuo is the, the fancy name for it. And uh, the guy that came down from the North Island to come to install it was named Dave and... D Lavelle and Dave, so it just got Chris and Dave, much to his disgust. So uh, it was the first one in Australasia there three years ago, so it was a pretty special time. And um, yeah, he uh, he he works away 24/7, doesn't complain, and uh, you know the job's done. Does he ever um, require much maintenance, or has been pretty durable? No, it's pretty durable. You just have a wee check on him every every uh, month there when he's operating through the winter and. He's got his own little power pack, so if the power is off or anything like that, he still runs. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's easy in getting up at 
in the middle of the night with a broom to push in basically uh, 300 metres of feed face. I guess the good thing about Dave is that he can't go rogue after a couple of stubbies on you at 4am. No, he does, no. Even if he has a big night, he's always there the next morning, and that's the main thing, isn't it? Uh, we look at the grass situation now. The soil temperatures are going to start to just get squeaky bum time, I suppose, going into the winter cycle. How's your feed situation looking there? Yeah, no, like I said, it's great. amazing the colour change we've had, obviously, in the three weeks since the rain, and it had certainly grown. I know a couple of lawn a couple of times from when the, the drought was broken, and... Uh, but in saying that now, this time of year, she's she's slow, slow growing if you do happen to eat it, and that's without damaging it through pugging and things like that. So that's another one of the reasons that uh, we've got the cows have gone fully indoors, and now it's just a case of getting the, <clears throat> the yearlings and the, the bull beef and things like that in place. We've started transitioning a couple of mobs of bulls and that onto on to beat, but we took them off there. On, well, they came off. We didn't bother putting them on on Friday and haven't been on since. They're just going back on today because of the wet. So, uh, yeah, you just it's a fluid situation at this time of year. Everyone, everyone's in the same boat. Um, the plan changes daily to a degree, and then there's the people that are moving on at the end of the month and on to bigger and better things. So they've got to tidy up all their loose ends as well before the end of the month. So it is a busy week, 10 days coming up. Yeah, the worker situation is quite a poignant one at the moment, especially rurally. Um, how have you found it with staff, getting new staff on board? Uh, no, we've found it not too bad. We've got what we need all right for the uh, for the coming season. And uh, we put a, an ad out there on, on Facebook and on Farm Source and things like that. And uh, we had 30-odd replies to the, the first ad. So uh, we got a, a good fella out of that. And um, since then, we'll be able to... Floyd Jr. as well, and one of the guys that's here now is staying on for another season at least. So, uh, no, we're we're in a good place, but uh, it certainly hasn't been plain sailing the last 12 months for staff on agri- in the agricultural sector. Yeah, and I think the real pinch, especially in dairy, is going to be during carving coming into July. Um, they're trying to get things organised now, but you've got the feeling maybe a bit, little bit too little too late by the government. <coughs> Yeah, I'm um, pretty hard on old Damien on that sort of thing, and fair enough too, because he's just sat in his hands. We were having the same conversation 12 months ago. Um, you know, not just us, the, the farming sector in general, and, and nothing's really changed. So they keep promising the earth and delivering uh, five-eighths of you-know-what. So uh, it's frustrating <clears throat> because... Unlike it, and take nothing away from the tourist industry and all that, but they can shut up shop and then open up in six months' time when things get pretty again. But in the in the agricultural sector, especially if you're working with livestock and things like that, you just can't put hit the pause button. Um, you're 12 months planning in advance, and decisions we made 12 months ago are going to come home to roost in 12 months' time. So, uh, sorry, you know, in the next uh, two or three months. So we really. Uh, we are chasing it, and we will continue to until they buck their ideas up there in Wellington and see that, um, you know, animals and livestock need need the care that they do, and we need the staff to be there to be able to care for them. Bruce Eden, Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Thanks for your time this afternoon, mate. We'll speak again. Good on you. We'll see you, Andy. Bruce Eden there, farming out at West Otago in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Where this is Monday afternoon on the muster up next, Joseph Mooney, Southland MP.